Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host. Today I'm chatting with Chelsea. Chelsea is like an amazing person. She actually started a business, an online boutique during COVID. I mean, who would have thought to start a business during COVID? Well, I guess I kind of did because I started the chats from the blog cabin during COVID and see what see what happens here. We're coming up on our 50th episode soon. So join in and listen to how Chelsea and I chat. We also talk about some of our guilty pleasures like Real Housewives and which shows our favorite, which we have in common. So you need to tune in and watch and listen to hear what show we love the best. So you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. another edition of chats from the blog cabin today i'm joined by chelsea we actually met each other one time in person but we've like done all these online events together um i had stephanie from restored for moms on and we did a bible study together didn't we chelsea oh yes <laughs> so good what nice to meet everyone and i'm so honored to be able to actually officially like chat with Melissa. Um, I'm Chelsea. I'm from a, um, I'm a blogger um, called, called The Fashionable Believer. I started that in 2017 and I just um, opened or I I just launched an online boutique in June um, called Charlie Madeline. So I'm excited to be on and chat with Melissa. I love that introduction. I'm loving that. iMovie. Everybody loves that introduction. I'm like all afternoon and iMovie, you just drop it in. They have trailers and it's done. That's perfect. I feel like I know you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about why you wanted to start an online boutique, especially during COVID, because you lost it in June. I mean, oh my gosh. I did. So um in two thousand so I um I'm a I'm a blogger and it's um it um I started in 2017 with that and what I was so interested about was the two worlds colliding with faith and fashion. And I I, they, those are both my passions and just something that I loved, like I could talk about for hours. Um, and I wanted to blog about that. Um, and so it was really in the blog that kind of showed me that these two worlds can not only collide and the same can exist in the same world, but they can do so very nicely. And so it was just such a great opportunity to just be able to meet people that also had the same interest um, and just be able to empower women through both worlds. Um, and so in June of last year, I really feel like I've always loved clothes, but I think in the past two years or so, I really started liking, um, I really started the idea of 
oh, maybe I could, maybe I should open a boutique. And so I had this idea of, oh, it has to be brick and mortar. That's the only way to do it, right? <laughs> and so I think over the over time, God just gave me signs that it can happen in multiple ways or in different ways than what I envisioned it as usually what happens. <laughs> um, and so in July of last year, I launched, or I'm sorry, I, I did my registration for Charlie Madeline. And in um, and then in January, I really started prepping. Um, and then I launched in June. And so all of this while, like in January, before COVID really was COVID, um, I was, I had June in my heart and on my end, just it, it kind of exactly what I just felt like that was when I should do it. Um, and so when March hit, there was definitely COVID happening and um, a little bit down the line where I was supposed to get apparel for my my back, my, my boutique, they closed. So now we, I literally had to um, think of ways to find clothing online and all of these different ways and routes to go. And I still, but I, I think more so than ever, I felt the strongest in March about it. I felt like this was exactly what I needed to do. And the, the verse, and I actually have a coffee mug about it. Um, well, the verse and the, and the scripture, perhaps this is the moment for which you've been created. Mm-hmm. Has It's been in my mind ever since. And I think, although it doesn't make sense, um, to open a a business when all of these businesses are um, trying to find new ways to be creative for people that don't want to go out and um, out in the world and trying to still capture that revenue or at least still try to break even. It doesn't make sense for me to open right now. Like why? But I truly believe I, my whole life speaks on faith and I wouldn't be a testament to others or allow God to, to get his glory if I didn't open right when it doesn't make sense. Cause that's when God works, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have experienced that so much and I'm sure so many others have too. And so I just felt again, more than ever, this was the time to go. And it's been such an honor um, to meet and connect with women. Um, our, our, um, our, our slogan or our mission is to empower women through faith and fashion. And I, although that's our mission, I feel so empowered and encouraged by the community that we've created. And it's just been such a blessing these past two months. Um, so I'm just honored. Well, I do think it's funny that you mentioned perhaps you've made for a time like this, a friend of mine, because before I started the blog cabin, before we closed in the walls, came and wrote that exact scripture in the walls so it's embedded so it's covered up but it's like embedded in the wall so that exact scripture is in the blog cabinet and it's like you should say that (laughs) yes oh my goodness i love that it's just so uh it's just so true and it's just so because i think as women in general we just have so much we just sometimes like why is this happening why you know and i think when we reflect on that verse and that scripture it just shows that it's all happening for a reason and that god is so intentional about everything and it just allows you to have peace you know amongst all the craziness going on in the world just reminds you to have peace in this world um and yeah. to not be shaken yeah because honestly when i first started 
the blog cabin. It was just something for me to work, to blog in, not to actually host chats. And that chats actually came through COVID too. So oh, that's wow. what I'm about. So I oh. love seeing people that are prospering during COVID and not letting it get them down. Absolutely. That's so true. I did not realize that chat started during COVID. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you did something really cool to start your online business. I loved it on Instagram. I followed it. Oh. Your Instagram live fashion show, which was really cool. So tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, I, all the while before COVID happened, I was really having an idea or a vision to go to have a launch party in person. Um, I had made all the detail, like everything was finalized. Um, and so then um, things happened and I just started to realize that maybe this wasn't a good idea. I think honestly, in the latter part of May, I was still holding on hope like, okay, maybe we can do in person, but it just seems not to be the best option at all. Um, but I still really wanted to people, I wanted people to get that connection. I wanted to, I wanted people to feel Charlie Madeline and I wanted to, to them, for them to get a sense of our brand. And um, so I, I won't take any credit for it. All of us, I, I, I truly believe that it was implanted. It was planted in my heart to do a vision, to, to do a fashion show, but virtual. And I am not technical. I do not do technology at all, which I'm very mm -hmm. grateful I'm able to get to get on this. But <laughs> I don't do technology at all, and so I was trying to figure out the ins and outs of how to do it. Um, and then I wanted to get my friends involved, my that are um, bloggers and um, here and in other areas, and I just. Um, felt like this was a great opportunity. Um, people are doing a lot of Zooms and virtuals and everything. So why not try to utilize this space to be able to show what Charlie Madeline's about? Um, I didn't think just doing a live and a lot just doing a launch, my website's live, I didn't think that would do it justice. So I really wanted to do something that really embodied Charlie Madeline that made people feel empowered, even if they're looking online for a few minutes. Um, I really wanted them to get feel of Charlie Madeline. So I was grateful for my blogger friends that participated and it was so, it, it was a really good turnout. Everybody was so supportive and it was so exciting. Now tell us the meaning behind the name Charlie Madeline. Yeah, so Charlie Madeline is named after my twin daughters, uh, Charlie and Madeline. And they, um, he, going back to the our mission, Empowering Women Through Faith and Fashion, Charlie and Madeline served to me as a beacon of hope and faith. Um, as my husband and I had a fertility journey um, for a year and a half, um, and they, and when we got pregnant with twins, it was just amazing and just such a, it, it was just God, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, they serve as our beacon of hope, and so we wanted Charlie Madeline to serve as a beacon of hope and encouragement to others that are either if they're walking in that season or if they're if there's another season that's maybe different but still complicated mm -hmm. um or if they're living the best life <laughs> they're having the best time of their lives i still want to reach them and let them know that i'm holding the space for you and we are going to get through it together well i'm kind of partial to the name madeline even though i spell my daughter's madeline's name different oh! it's l-i-n-e my oldest is named Madeline. We call her Maddie for short. Maddie for short. Yes, so do we. Oh, I love that name. That's actually a book. Isn't that a, the name? Uh -huh, Madeline, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I did not realize you had a Madeline. Special people. Special people. <laughs> totally special people. Yes. Yeah. 
So let's talk about some of the challenges you had for starting a business. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first one just really was not being able to. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to go to a um, to go to market to be able to scope out the clothing I wanted. I was able to do that in January, um, but I wasn't there to buy. I was there to just scope out, figure out what Charlie Madeline is going to bring, um, and so. In April was was exactly the date that okay this is what I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna get all my items and it was canceled so I literally had oh, to well yeah <laughs> I had to pivot as this is the word of the year uh, so we um, I just had to and I had no idea what brands were what and so I really had to do a good guess <laughs> as to what I thought would be good quality what I thought would be, a, you know, a, appealing and what I liked and hope that other people like. Um, but that was definitely, and it still is a challenge to this day because while there are some markets still taking place, there's still not any. The, um, the one in Atlanta that I normally go to was canceled. Um, oh, wow. So it's really hard to just be able to gauge the, the trends and what people will like and not being able to touch things and see it on a, a real person, mm -hmm. you know? So that has definitely been hard, but I have been so encouraged by everyone that has been um, acceptive and receptive, accepted and receptive of the styles, um, being able to pull in my support team to let me know, okay, this does look cute or this doesn't, that has been really helpful. Um, and just being able, I think, I, I think as an online, this is kind of where online is a little bit harder compared to brick and mortar. Not being able to like express Charlie Madeline, but only in a virtual platform. Um, and I think that's kind of hard because you really want people to really see what Charlie Madeline's about, but you have to do it through a virtual stage. Um, so that, that's been a little bit, that's just been a little complicated. And then just being able to figure out transitional seasons uh -huh. and pieces like that um, have been a little bit complicated as well. But we're getting through it. We're getting through it. Um, I am just taking one day at a time and trying to really give myself grace and trying to let myself know that you don't have to know everything. <laughs> um, just take it one step at a time and, and it, will, it, will, it will get done. It will get done. Yeah. So you have a huge faith. Obviously, because you said it was like faith and fashion. Now, let's talk about: Do you see yourself going to a brick and mortar store or doing a fashion truck like the Flourish Market did at one time? Love the Flourish Market. Um, they, um, I am hoping and praying to be brick and mortar. Um, that is my goal. Um, we, I, I did a pop up last in October, in August, and it was. It was so good, which is what I was kind of saying about the virtual being online, not being able to like touch. Although oh, I really yeah. couldn't touch you, any I couldn't touch anybody anyway right now. But just being able to see you and like give you hope, and or and then you to give me hope, uh -huh. um, that kind of is a disconnect. But um, when I was at the pop up and just being able to meet people and talk to people about clothes and even more, it was just so refreshing and more affirmation and confirmation that I am on the path that God has led me to be. And so I say all that to say that. I really truly believe in my heart that a that a brick and mortar is in store. I'm praying for it and believing in it, and we're just in the process now of being able to have that vision because I believe that vision is what is the, is the beginning of it all. 
you can see where you want to be, see what you want to, you know, accomplish. And so we're in that stage now. So hopefully and prayerfully, we will get into brick and mortar, hopefully in a year or two is our hope and goal. Yeah, I know what you're saying about online shopping because it's, you know, it's one, pictures can show one thing, but then you get it and you're like, that's not the same thing. Right. Or it looks so different on the model than it would on me. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we just tried to, because I understand that I am not straight figure at all. And (laughs) I, um, and so it's hard for me to shop online. So we just added um, like a sizing guideline chart to kind of help as much as possible. I do um, offer styling sessions um, that are one-on-one or styling parties as well. Um, but that way you can really get the feel of it and and, you, and I can hold it up close and personal and all of that. So you can kind of see what the texture is. And I even offer to try it on. It's all, it's all game. <laughs> we, we can do it all with the one-on-one. Um, and so try to offer that personalized session and as much as possible. And also if there's something, if you don't have time for a session, um, I just, if somebody doesn't, if somebody has a question about the fit, I try to offer to send me an email or send me a DM and I will a, try it on for you and send it through chat or I'll talk to you more about it. Um, so I try to offer that as much as possible. But again, it is hard to for people to like t- not be able to touch it and see it on. What I also like is when I was looking at your website, I noticed a lot of familiar faces as your models. <laughs> I love that you're using other blogger, your blogger friends as models on the website. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. They have been uh they have been such a huge blessing and just so supportive. At, when I when I did the virtual launch, everybody was just so excited for me and was ready to go and and just did it. I'm just like this is awesome. Like it's completely <laughs> like it, it was just amazing. It was so overwhelming the amount of positivity that I was that I received from my blogger friends. It was it's just such a great industry. And I'm sure you can attest to that too. The connections that have been met and been built through this is something I will not take for granted. Yeah, luckily the groups that we kind of run into are like similar. We have we know we were talking earlier about how before we came on how we knew a lot of the same people, but we never, like we met one time, but you're right. There are some bloggers out there that are so supportive and want to help each other. And then there are other ones that are like, no, it's mine. You can't have it. It's like a little boy with a teddy bear or something wanting to grab it. I know. And I, that's unfortunate. I love the, um, the community over collaborate over competition. I think that's how it is. Um, the saying goes. <laughs> I'm a little rusty, um, but I just love that being able to uplift one another and one person's success or uh, or um, doing something else that didn't negate you. Um, and it's just been such a blessing to see the community um, just be so strong, especially now through COVID. And just it's been so great. We, we have a great, and I agree. I've the, the, the local community here is so supportive, so positive. Yeah, I am like I'm local adjacent because I'm like an hour outside of Raleigh, so <laughs> so I have to travel. Where are you? Are, are you night? No, no, I'm in Goldsboro. I'm in Goldsboro. Goldsboro. Oh, the eastern part of I'm from eastern the eastern part of North Carolina. Okay, where? Where? Greenville. Greenville. Okay, I grew up in a little town outside of Jacksonville called Richlands. Okay, I'm not okay. Okay, <laughs> but you know where Jacksonville is, right? Oh yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> it's right outside. It's okay. right down 258, going past Kinston. <laughs> yes, Kinston. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness, it's like some people like 
I, um, it's like you don't even tell people like where you're from if you if they're not from the area. Like where you're, you're from, like, like I'm just from the eastern part of North Carolina. Yeah, they're like, no, no. Okay, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> Is it by the beach? That's all they care. Is it by the beach or by the mountains or right there by the capital? That's all they care about. They don't care about anything else. Nothing else. <laughs> That's so cool. Now you weren't originally a blogger, were you? No, so I, I started blogging in 2017. Um, but I was, I started, I'm, I guess my full-time career is an attorney. So I work as an attorney for a pharmaceutical company, which is not a, an exciting job compared to <laughs> being a blogger and owning, um, a clothing store, but it definitely, um, and it's something that I kind of, you know, it plays in my mind a lot, you know, the what ifs like, oh, if I would have this pursued fashion or just pursued marketing. Or I mean, or just or, or just pursue like clothing or or like what you know in that kind of field. Um, where would I be? And then, but I have to remind myself almost every day that that's just the path that God set you on. And everything again, going back to everything is for a reason. He's so intentional, and so it's been a blessing. It has allowed me to be able to work home from my from my from home and work with my be able to be with my babies full time, which is something that has was was something that was I was strong about. Um, and so I'm grateful for it. It's very flexible and I, it, it is definitely a blessing for sure. But it's just like when you compare the two, you know, what, what's your passion? <laughs> exactly. Like this one pays the bill, but this one I'm really, really passionate about. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but it's required me to definitely do, um, some balancing. I don't have a nanny. I used to, but with COVID and everything, we are, um, my mom's here. So she's a huge help. Um, and so I've really had to, it's required me to really schedule, like to prioritize my schedule. Um, so in the mornings I'll get up early to do work of like a good bulk of work, um, for my full time. And then, um, that allows me the morning with the girls and then they have two naps now but i think they're steering on to one uh -oh. <laughs> now they have um two naps which allows me to have a good block of work in as well um and then i work in the evening so it's just been a it's been great but it requires me to stay on schedule <laughs> so what advice would you give to moms that are working at home right now that have littles because how old are your daughters now one they're one so what <laughs> advice would you give them absolutely so i um utilize help for sure. And I know that that is, you know, I, I know I'm grateful to be in a situation where my mom is here with me, um, helping me with the girls. But if there is a situation where there is an opportunity for an in-law or for some someone to, that has asked for you to help, has asked to help, uh -huh. um, and you may not want to because of mom guilt and all of the things, because I was just reading about this to, um, on this morning. I think we're all guilty of mom guilt. Um, of being, having that perception of, I have to do all the things um, in order to be a good mom, a good wife, a good, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, but delegation is the name of the game in order to, you can have your job and you can be an amazing mom and you can be an amazing wife. Um, but I say all that to say, um, to be able to delegate, I know that COVID makes it sticky. So I probably, if my mom didn't live with me, I probably would be in the same, you know, I probably would also be, a little hesitant as well. So if you have that help and a safe help, then definitely try to try to utilize that. But also in the mornings, I or whatever your go time is. 
to whatever, when the, when the children are asleep or they're occupied um, with whatever that may be, school or, you know, play or it's, or it's educational time. So they're, you know, they're occupied. Mm-hmm. Uh, utilize that time as your go time. For me, it's naps. Um, and I just utilize those blocks to get work done. I don't, I used to, but I don't try to balance the two anymore. I feel like if I'm trying to check emails and attend, attend to my daughters, something is going to go, mm-hmm. go, is going to go, it's not going to get attended to. And I, I definitely want my daughters to get that attention. And so I just utilize that time for them and then utilize the time for work when I have it. Um, otherwise, it, it just gets so overwhelmed and just bothered with the day. Um, and so that, that's kind of what I would suggest, just trying to get blocks of the day that you can. If it's morning, early in the morning or early at night, whatever your go time is, hone in on those time and just make sure that you're doing what you like doing your work schedule. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then try to utilize their nap times if they're younger or if, it's, if they're school age, try to utilize their school age time to do what you need to do that's priority and urgent. I do try to make like a to-do list. Um, as to what needs to be done. Maybe I don't need to answer that email, but I do need to get this contract out. So I'll work on that. And then whenever I don't get done, I'll do it when the girls go down for their nap. Um, so that's kind of what I would suggest and what's been working for me, but I know everybody else is a little different. Yeah, plus when you're working at home, you kind of tend to have, you see the laundry, you see the dishes, you see all this other stuff and you get distracted. How do you keep from being distracted like that? So I just try to utilize those times where I, so I tried to do a huge chunk of housework on Saturdays and Sundays when my husband's home. Um, and that way I'll, I won't have that <laughs> to look at. Um, but let's be honest, it does happen sometimes. It is there. Um, but I try to utilize my weekends to do a bulk of it. I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said, if you, if, if you're of the mindset where that does bother you, then try to carve out some time Although I know that we don't have time. Time is precious these days. But carve out some time where you can do a bulk of it. So you don't necessarily see that laundry basket or you don't see those dishes. You you kind of have that time set aside and it's already done. You don't have to worry about it. I also would be of the mindset that out of sight, out of mind. So obviously you can't do that for dishes. But if you are doing that for like, if you have a laundry basket and it's in your kitchen or in your, in your living room, move it to the room where you're not looking at it. And then when you are... When you go to your room and you're in a better situation or you have more time, then you can tend to it. But just get it out of the room or close the door to your laundry room or whatever that may be. Just let it, just block it out. And meal prep, that must be real big too, or meal planning. Because I can imagine wrangling two one-year-olds while you're trying to cook could be another whole nother story, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. So um, I try to utilize the time with my mom when my mom is feeding them. She feeds them three times a day for me. And so when she's feeding them, I'm doing, I am either doing the cooking or um, doing, doing something around the house, whatever that may be. Um, But meal prep is, I try to do meal prep on Sundays or at least get the Monday and Tuesday out of the way. So I don't have so much to do throughout the rest of the week. Um, but I just utilize again those like those gaps, and and I am an opportunity now where the girls are moving and they're mobile, and they don't necessarily want to be under mama all the time. So I utilize those times when they're playing blocks. I go to the sink and I mosey around, and then I'll just grab some. You know, I'll probably get the meals together. Then mm-hmm. um, we are in the process of 
trying out all different kinds of things. So even if I make a meal, it may not even <laughs> be sufficient for them. So it's just trying to have that balancing act of just, just kind of planning ahead as much as possible is um, kind of what I have found to be successful. So now you've got two one-year-olds, your husband, <laughs> your mom's living with you, you have your full-time day job as an attorney, and now you've craziness launched a boutique. So how do you find time? I know a lot of moms want to know, how do you find time? Because that's that's a full hand right there. <laughs> it is. That's something that I I work on every day. I work on it daily. Like, um, so this week I was telling my mom, I'm going to try to do a schedule. I have insane amount of hours of like work that I, I don't even feel comfortable sharing because it's just not a safe, <laughs> a safe thing to say. But um, I try to get an X amount of hours of sleep. And then um, it's not a huge block of sleep, but I'm, I am, that's what works for me. And so I would just say, get what kind of hours of sleep work for you. Um, and then, um, and then let that be your thing. Like, let that be what your body, what, 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 what's healthy for you. And so I, I just try to make a schedule as to what I need to do that week. I love brain. I think they're like brain dump lists or something. Uh -huh. yeah. I, I literally am looking at one right now that I did this morning. I love that because it gives me an opportunity to show, to see what I need to work on, what's priority, what's on my mind that I need to clear out and how do I need to schedule that? Maybe I'll do that Tuesday. Maybe I'll do that Wednesday. That helps out a lot. And then maybe being more specific and more intentional and saying, okay, I'll do this Tuesday at 10 o'clock while my mom's feeding the girls, or I'll do this at Wednesday while the girls are napping. So just being able to have that list and being able to know when I'm going to do it. And, and it may shift, but at least I have an, a projected date and time as to when I'm going to do it. Um, I try to let Friday, Friday nights be my nights off where I'll just sit with my husband and just like spend time with him. Um, and um, while the girl, when the girls go down for their, for uh, when they go down for bedtime. So that's like my me time, my quality time. And I love junk TV. Like, I just love it. I am, I love Housewives and I love Gossip Girl. So those are my shows that I'm Housewives. I'm a huge Housewife fan. <laughs> Housewife um, franchise do you like? Uh, right now, I really love Beverly Hills, but I pretty much love all of them. Yes, Beverly Hills is so good. It's by far my favorite one. I look forward to Wednesday nights every <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, so I so I'll watch that um, while I'm doing work because to me it is kind of therapeutic being able to do a little something that I like watching. Obviously, I can't watch it when the girls are around, but it just gives me some me time. I love it. I love doing that. And so for me, like I'll do that early in the mornings. I'll watch it um, on Hulu or um, I'll watch Gossip Girl and do work. And it's just so peaceful for me. Um, and then what I else I find that's helpful is doing my devotionals in the morning. I have let that slide quite a lot in the past. Um, and I can just tell. I can just tell when mama doesn't have her devotionals in her yep. system. Um, and so I try to make that intentional every morning before the girls wake up because even I just can't concentrate with it. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's not, it's no longer quiet time um, with me and God. It's quiet time with me, my God, with me, God, and everybody in the house. And so I try to be intentional about that devotional time as well. Cause that really helps me, sets me up for the day. 
Okay, I have two questions on Housewives right now. Are you team Denise or team everybody else? Team everybody else. You I think so too? I, I think there's um, more to the story than what they're letting on. Yeah, what about you? Your team, team everybody I, else? Everybody else too, yes. Yeah. It's, there's more to the story. She's she's holding something back. Yes, and you can just tell in her confessionals. She is just a whole different person. I'm like, whoa, Denise. I don't even think I know who you are anymore. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, didn't they say at the very beginning that Charlie was trying to sue her for custody? Yeah. And maybe now she's got to kind of be quiet about things because there's That's that custody true. going on. Oh, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Because she was very open last season to some of the things I'm like, I would not be admitting on TV. Oh, no. I was so shocked. And it, again, it's like a whole different Denise. <laughs> like, and I can understand why everybody is like, what? Wait, well, we can't talk about? Like, what? <laughs> so love love everybody else. Just not, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. My, um, my oldest daughter lives in California. She's getting her PhD out there. And she said that she's driven by Erica's house because she lives in Pasadena. So I'm like, oh, okay. That gave me chills. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, my dream is to go out there and just to run into them one of the days. Casually, right? Just casually. Hi. <laughs> I have no idea who you are. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> and I'm team Teddy. A lot of people don't like Teddy, but I love Teddy. I like Teddy. I love her relationship with Kyle. I, I do. Really, I think it's so sweet and so genuine. Mm -hmm. Okay, now let's talk about devotions. Are you going to do the devotion, new devotion with um, Restored for Moms when they start up? I am. I just put yeah. it on the I'm so excited. They, they are so encouraging to me i i uh, i just love it i i literally when we have them weekly i look forward to it every week and i just love being able to i am i didn't dig as deep before the devotional mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now that i do now mm -hmm. I, I love the way to i love the way that it's broken out and the way you have to like think about it and reflect on it um, and so it's just given me a whole different perspective of how to do devotionals on your own. And it's just been so encouraging. I love the community. I always feel uplifted and feel, even if I'm going in on a heavy day, I feel so light at the end and just so refreshed. And it's just so good to know that other moms are having the same issues mm -hmm. as I am. It's just such a good community. And I'm so grateful to be a part of the sport for moms. Yeah, they, it's an amazing community. I mean, I don't, I'm not able to get up there as much as I'd like to the in-person meetings, but the mm. online meetings are amazing. And I, Stephanie has done such a great job with them. Really, it really, I am, you know, COVID, you know, year, year, 2020 may not be the year that we envision. And I'm sure nobody <laughs> um, saw this. I, I don't think anybody put COVID on their vision board, but I will truly say that 2020 has brought it out some kinks and some uncomfortable, you know, some uncomfortable moments in order for us to really literally pivot and to to expand and to get bigger and to be more creative and to think outside the box. And I have loved the virtual component of this. Um, even from like doing going to like if your if your gym isn't open, then you can <laughs> then you can stream online. Like that's a great uh -huh. opportunity. When we're not in COVID and people live X amount, like for me, I live 
I used to do Orange Theory. And I stayed 30 minutes away from Orange Theory, but I was really committed and really excited about the program and went into lose weight. And um, I stayed 30 minutes away, so I had to drive two times a week, 30 minutes away. But I think that having this, having the virtual has allowed another, you know, it's opened up another door. And um, again, I truly, although this isn't ideal, I think I definitely know and truly believe that God is moving. The community that's been created, how strong, it's just, it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. Mm -hmm. It's made a lot of people step out of their comfort zones because I know for one, I used to be behind the camera, never liked to be in front of the camera. And now look at me. I host a by two times a week talk show on Facebook. I mean, who am I? I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. And look at you, you launched your business during COVID where a lot of people wouldn't have thought about launching businesses during this time. I know. <laughs> oh, one day it will, it will, I'll know why, or maybe I won't know why, but either way, I'm enjoying the ride for sure. <laughs> so before we wrap up, tell me, I always ask this question. I never send it as a talking point because I want it off the top of your head. Uh -oh. <laughs> what is one unusual thing about yourself? Hmm. I... I have become reserved over the years. And I, it's not an, it's not a fun unusual. It's like a deep unusual. So I'll just unpack it a little bit, not too heavy. <laughs> um, I used to be very outgoing, very, uh, um, just very personal, personable, very friendly, never met a stranger. Um, and it allowed me to have all of these like fun opportunities in college. I was homecoming queen and all, it was just such a great opportunity. Um, and then over the years, specifically um, when my father passed away, I, I realized that I started getting very reserved. I started not wanting to go to networking events. And even if I did, I would stick to my comfort zone. To, if I went with somebody, I would stick with them or I just wouldn't talk. And I, I didn't realize why and I don't even think I acknowledged it until probably about a year or even half a year ago, honestly. Um, and I started realizing when I was going to events, like, why am I so nervous? Why is this anxious? Why, why do I get so anxious about this? Um, and so it was revealed to me, but that's kind of how it, that's kind of how I've been. And so I've been working on that to become more, to be, to come, to go back to myself or to go back to, or not necessarily to go back, but to be, be the be what I genuinely was, personable, outgoing, friendly, mm -hmm. but with somebody that's had some rough patches. And I think that makes you stronger. I think the opportunity to still be positive, to still be happy, um, and still be optimistic, even though life hasn't, you, you haven't had the best, some chapters haven't been the best. Mm -hmm. I think that gives you an opportunity to give God glory even more. And so, I'm starting to discover myself again, um, and I'm excited about where I'm, where this positivity, where this, where this Chelsea is seeing herself again. Um, and I think also being a mom. We were, I was talking, I was having coffee with my friend the other day, and we were talking about being a mom has it changed you. You're no longer that same mm -hmm. person, and I think just, and I think in general, it's 
can be hard to discover yourself again after after giving birth and going through this huge life change. You're no longer accountable for just yourself or your husband. You're accountable for these other human beings. And it's hard to discover Chelsea again. Not Chelsea the mom, Chelsea the wife, mm-hmm. but Chelsea. And so I think with opening the boutique and all this has really allowed me to do something that I love and something that I can discover myself in again. Um, so I share that just to say that it's okay if you don't discover, if you don't know yourself anymore, if you if you see yourself and you don't recognize who that person is, because that's going to make you the stronger person on the other side. I love that. You must have a very supportive husband too, considering the jobs. I so that plays a key, right? He is. I my my mom and my husband hold things down <laughs> for sure. They have they're such an amazing team. God knew what he was doing when he gave me them. <laughs> have, have they ever said to you, Chelsea, just sit down and rest? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But but they both but they <laughs> they both know I'm not going to. <laughs> so it's just formality at this point. <laughs> I just love I love being on the go. I always have, um, but I also do know that I set times where it's family. So from like six to eight, I'm with my girls and I am with them, With I'm unplugged most of the time. <laughs> and I'm with my husband and my mom and like we're, we're spending family time together because I never want my daughters to not know me because of me being, you know, trying to be successful. I don't mm-hmm. ever, I'm, I'm first and foremost a mom and a wife. and. Um, well, a believer, a mom in a way. Um, and I don't ever want that. That's my number one priority. I never want that to go um, to the wayside. But then after that, <laughs> it's all the other things. So do you have a children's line for Charlie Madeline? I don't, but it it, it, it is on my little list. It is on my like maybe list in, in the coming years. So we'll see. I try not to expand too much too quickly. Um, I always knew... That I, I think as a boutique, you specialize in the the unique things, the things that people don't carry. So I don't necessarily have a huge line of denim uh, because you can get denim from anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I want the I want Charlie Madeline to be able to provide quality pieces that are unique and are different and that people don't see. So I have to I say all that to say that it takes. I I would definitely love a children's line, at least a mommy and like girls kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, in the future, but it would just take some time for me to like get one thing under un, under control. If that's not necessarily under control, but get under one under your thing. belt, under your belt, exactly, and then go around and then go to the next one. I just started with jewelry. Um, I partnered with Design for Joy, and we have some of their jewelry, and so that's like treading in, you know, the jewelry accessory area. Um, so soon, may, well, not soon, but. <laughs> Well, it's to come. It's to come. <laughs> and maybe five years down the road, but right. It's, right. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the plan. It's just not <laughs> right now in the face in the plan, right? Exactly. <laughs> now, do you ship all over or just to the United States? We actually ship all over. Um, we went to, we just did an Australia order, um, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, we ship all over. We, we are open to everybody. <laughs> That is so cool. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I cannot believe that you said that you were reserved because I don't see that. I just, you have just been just bubbly and 
just oh. interacting and talking. So I well, thank, thank you for that. So much. Thank you for having me and thank you for this platform. And I'm so excited to see more chats from the Black Heaven. I cannot believe that you just started this because it seems like you have been on the roll and your season. So you are doing amazing. I mean, I we bought, I purchased this blog cabin in 2018, but it's just this year that I, I think God revealed to me, this is your purpose. This is your, I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting in front. All right. And I actually started out as a challenge that I was in and they said, go live and talk about your values. And I'm like, I'm not going to go live. If I'm going live, I'm going to bring a friend on and I'm going to go live with a friend. Right, right. Just, I got so comfortable talking to friends the next day. I met that same afternoon. I'm messaging one of my friends saying, Hey, you know, you're shopping your house during COVID. Do you want to come on and talk about that? The next day I went live again. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And you do these every Monday. Mondays and Wednesdays, and sometimes okay. I do special ones too, so. Okay, I'll be sure to stay tuned. I love them. <laughs> then I end up turning them into a podcast, so you'll have a podcast you'll get extra, and I'll put the videos on YouTube too, so. Oh, so you'll have all that, so it's exposure all around. <laughs> oh, so cool. Well, I'm so excited. I'm, again, I'm just honored to um, be able to talk to you. I appreciate it, and I hope that since we are semi-close to mind <laughs> when things get straightened out maybe we can or straighten out whatever that looks like <laughs> we'll <They're> normal. <laughs> right right <laughs> maybe we can connect with in person yes definitely i want to thank you again thank and you. tell us the name of your store again and where they can find you at yeah so it's charlie madeline all one word um and you can find me on instagram under Char it's charlie madeline all lowercase underscore um, and then um, our website is www.charliemadeline.com. There you go. See you all there. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us. Thank Chelsea. you. Have a great rest of your day, you guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. I really had a lot of fun talking to Chelsea. Chelsea and I have met one time in person. And that was at an event that my friend Marissa, who was on episode. 14 i believe yep episode 14 on this podcast from shabby cheap cheap she actually introduced us and she, we have seen each other online and we've been in the bible studies with um restored for moms which restored was also another um stephanie from restored was also another episode so if you want to check that one out it's episode 18 um but i cannot believe that chelsea started an online boutique um, about faith and fashion, which is great. You know, those two things tend to go together sometimes because when you think about it, when you when people were dressing up for church, they always wanted to be in the latest fashions and styles. And also during Easter time, people definitely would go all out and get their own Easter outfit. I love that she named her online boutique Charlie Madeline because that is the names of her daughters. And of course, I'm biased because my oldest daughter's name is Madeline as well. I really hope that you would consider stopping by. I'm going to put the link um, to her shop in the show notes. So consider stopping by and supporting this mom who is totally has her hand full. I honestly could not think when my girls were that young to actually start a boutique uh, online business, but she did. And not only does she handle her job as a full-time attorney and mom, wife, she decided to do an online boutique. So I really hope you really enjoyed this chat with Chelsea. 
And if you are a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan, let me know if you're a team Denise or team everyone else. Remember, I have turned these chats from the blog cabin to not only this podcast, but to on Facebook Lives where they appear first, and then I put them on YouTube. So if you want to see the faces behind the voice, check this one out. And I will warn you on this one, something is in my eye during the time that we are talking, and my eyes start watering really bad, but I stayed on camera the whole time. Thank you for being part of the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to please leave a rating because it helps me to create new content for you. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. And remember, keep chatting. Hey, y'all. If you know me in real life, you know that what you see is what you get. I'm pretty authentic. But you'll also hear me say how much I love supporting worthwhile causes and people. I feel like support, that's basically where you put your money, is the most powerful tool that the internet has to offer. And it gives you a voice to your dollars. The cool folks at Anchor have made a way for you to support your favorite podcasts, such as Chats from the Blog Cabin. If you're in the U.S., you can visit my podcast profile on desktop or mobile browser to give a little monetary support each month. Whatever you can afford, basically. If you do want to donate, it will be greatly appreciated. So go to my page, Chats from the Blog Cabin. You can find my page at anchor.fm backslash Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'll do my best to pay it forward through content and giving back.